All right, we're live, and I'm disappointed already. Why? Because you're not wearing a Christmas shirt like I am. I don't even own a Christmas shirt. Well, then you got to work on that, dude. Christmas comes the same time every year, and I don't want to have to remind you. Well, who the hell knows when that'll be? What the hell is going on? Oh, I, I don't know. Hear- <laughs> I I'm have- hearing it. You heard it, like, again? Yeah, I'm hearing the whole thing. What the hell? Yeah, well, you shouldn't anymore. It should be gone. What were you doing? You, I had the YouTube. Them? I had the YouTube open by accident. Oh, okay. And so I was hearing you. And wow, we got six people here already, dude. You need to pay close attention to this intro, okay? Because it's worth it this time. All I right, did it just for you, because we all love Christmas. Cover to Covered is a podcast that features two idiots talking about music at length, and occasionally a dog does make an appearance. There will also be special guests from time to time that will show up, and they will be smarter than the hosts. And the hosts will give their opinions. By the way, they are exactly that. Opinions. They are not truths, they are not fallacies, and they do not reflect the views or opinions of their employers or those they employ. So with that, just enjoy the damn show. I knew That's it. your favorite song. I knew it. That's it, your favorite Christmas song. Don't you by, lie. By the way, why is it a perk to watch the snow fall forever and ever? Uh, well, <laughs> because it is. Is it, though? You live in San Diego. When's the last time you saw any snow, Mike? Listen, when did that song come out? I don't know. 78? right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And what state of mind was Elton John in about that time? Yeah. And can we draw from that that snow falling forever and ever might be a euphemism for something else? Yeah. I'm going with that one. He was watching the snow go up his nose forever and ever. Exactly. And I love this because when you put it in that context, it sounds like a lot of shoveling to me. Right. Because it probably is. Now, this hat is poorly designed it was not meant to go over headphones yeah it keeps falling off your giant dome uh no it does not it falls off my regular size dome that looks larger due to the lack of hair <laughs> yeah that's what it is it's all it's all an optical freaking illusion uh all right so anyway welcome to cover to covered my name is mike that is nick nick you own a store don't you i do why don't you tell us a little bit about it? What's it called? It's called Rock City Music Company. And where is it located? Five Mile in Farmington in Livonia, we, Michigan. Oh, forgot. I'm sorry. I, I, all right. And, and where can we find you? RockCityMusicCo.com. You know, this really does make my head look gigantic right now. It does. I'm taking this off. Gives you a couple <laughs> more inches on the top there. Like Fletch? Yeah, exactly. Six five, <laughs> six eight with the afro. What exactly are you moving on your head there? Oh. 
I'm pushing the detritus from one side to the other. Uh, that's I just want to say uh, everybody had the same uh, thing to say about last week's show with uh, Mr. Nick Baucott and uh, and Adam Phillips. Um, that was the Nick was the only person they've ever seen that can give you shit the way you deal it out. Which is true. And like I said, and I freely admitted it, the Brits win. The Brits absolutely win. 100%. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, what am I going to do? I don't know. He was Nick, killing you, though. Nick has been killing me for 25 years. His face has been killing me longer. But, <laughs> um, and if he was here, he would admit that was a good one. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, but thanks to Nick and Adam, that was probably one of the better episodes we've ever done. I mean, it was really insightful getting their take on where rock music is could be headed, or rather where it's not going um, at the moment, and what can be done, you know, about bringing it back, breathing life back into it. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, uh, physical media, buying physical media, which if you buy more physical media, the prices of tickets could come down because now you have two streams of income. Right now it's just one. Yep. You know. And that one is threatened right now, too. Yeah, exactly. So, and has been for the past two and a half years. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, you know, all these things are were, were great. If you haven't had a chance to watch the last episode, don't do it now. We're live right now. <laughs> After this, go and watch it. Uh, and it's also available on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. You can find them there, too. Just find the audio only if you want. This way, you you don't have to look at Nick Bocott's quite ugly face, uh, <laughs> which definitely saves a lot of issues. And my name is not important. <laughs> I think I still have that in here. <laughs> let's see. Let, let, let's review a little something from last week. Hi there. My name is Unimportant. There you <laughs> yeah, go. What, <laughs> what is that a demo video from? I don't even remember. It was uh, actually, no, it's it's from uh, Dimebag Daryl, you know, Licks video or something like that. All right, okay. Um, but yeah, the, but Nick is the man. Adam is the man. They're both incredible players. They're both great people. And it was great to have them both on getting their getting their opinions about what's going on and what the future of rock music could be. Because, again, it's kind of threatened. Um, but, Roger, stop it! Ah! <laughs> Six and a half <laughs> minutes in, we're yelling at Roger. Yeah, and look, you can see him. He's, like, dead still now. Now he's like a statue over here. He's just, he hasn't moved. He's just, like, staring at me like... Well, yeah, you just yelled at him like Glenn Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Mother! Roger! Roger! <laughs> Get your little ball away from me! Take your rope and go in the other room. Oh, anyway. Roger! Oh, Roger! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <coughs> I'm dying. Okay. Well, great. So today we're going to talk about things that Nick loves. Christmas music. <laughs> he loves Christmas music. And I want everybody for Christmas to send him a Christmas album at his store because he loves it so much. Just everybody send Nick your favorite Christmas songs. No, uh, don't, 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 don't do, do that. that. Don't waste your money. <laughs> but that's why this episode is going to be like, if Nick likes it, you'll probably like it. If Nick is able to put it on a playlist, you'll probably like it because he hates everything Christmas song wise. Yeah. Uh, but also, we're going to be talking about things like what to give at the holidays, because right now we're, we're, we're in crunch time. It's December 14th. We have how many days left? 11, but 10, 10. shopping days, right? Yeah. Actually, nine, because it's the day's kind of over, yep. right? 
So we have very few shopping days before the holiday, and maybe you need to get your loved one something cool for the holidays. Yes. Thanks, Nick. Uh, your enthusiasm is palpable. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's right. So we're going to be talking about some of that. And then uh, first off, though, we're going to touch on a couple of things. We're going to talk about what's coming out this week. And then we're going to do really quickly what we're listening to very, very fast. But then we're going to talk about what we feel we each feel are the top three albums that came out this year. Now, the qualifier is. They're not live albums, and it's not reissues. These are new new music, new albums from these artists this year. Uh, and we each picked three. And this is something that you could also get as gifts for your family if you're into it, or maybe just buy them for, the, for yourselves, because I know when I shop at the holidays, I spend X amount of money on my family, and I wind up spending almost an equal amount on me uh, yeah. because I'm in the store. So... Um, you know, and hey, it's just, oh, I bought myself a gift. I deserved it so much. I did so good. Uh, we know how all that goes. Uh, so that sounds like a good use of our time, Nick. What do you think? I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's an enthusiasm that we've been waiting for. Yeah. What's up, What's up David? That's right. That's right. Ah! Is it, is it on a loop? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so. Now that I like I how we ran the- through. The, do you think for the new year with cover to cover, we could get some new new drops in? We've used the same five ones for the last eight months. <laughs> Look, man, you're the one. You're the one. <laughs> You're the one that always like, what's happening, baby? I edit fuck you and suck it. What's and happening, baby? You know, and... and that's and, that's and, a tribute to our fallen drum happened, instructor, baby? Danny Wilson. That's him on that, on oh, that okay. uh, drop. That's a tribute to... That's also a tribute to Danny Wilson, if you, if you know. <laughs> well, let's uh, spill, a, spill a little out for Danny Wilson here. Cheers, cheers to Danny Wilson. Yes. D.W. Hmm. D.W. Not a drum kit. No, luckily. You have a problem with D.W. drums? Of course I do. You Look, I don't need any drums made out of bubinga and, you know, fucking spalted maple and all that. Just get, You need a maple drum kit from Ludwig, and that's it. All the greats were Ludwig people. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Most. Oh, okay. <laughs> We'll just I'm not getting into this conversation because we both work in this industry and I'm not even you know, I don't we don't we don't discuss such things. So I'm discussing from a drummer point of view. It's got nothing to do with uh more like a dumber point of view. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh where are we? What are we doing? Uh great. So Let's get right into it. Nick, what are you? Give me one album you're listening to this week. What's on, what's on the turntable, man? One album I am listening to, Elvis, 24 Karat Gold Hits. And the reason I'm listening to that is because it is an Analog Productions reissue. Three LP set mastered at 45 right from the Analog tapes, and it is phenomenal. It's basically an Elvis Greatest Hits comp, um, but just the sound quality is just outstanding. And... Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. I think it is out of stock right now, but uh, get your name on the uh, wait list for that one because it's definitely worth the money because 
I think it's like 75 bucks, but it's it's worth it, trust me. And the new uh the next Steely Dan UHQR started shipping today. Which one is that? Countdown to Ecstasy. Nice. Let me know when they get to Asia. It's coming. You got three three more to go. Yeah, but they seem to be seem to be coming out every like eight weeks. Uh yeah. I think that's the idea. Uh, the 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 goal was I think every six weeks, but I I'm sure with production they're already gonna hit a snafu. I think they said Asia would be fall of twenty three. All right, great. So I don't need to hold my breath. I can wait go I can spend my hundred and twenty five bucks somewhere else right oh, now. Oh, it's more than that. Wait, somebody's saying, is this live or is this or pre recorded? The live. answer is yes, it's pre recorded live. <laughs> it's also Live. recorded it's being recorded right now but when you see it it's already been recorded and then once it passes that moment it's now pre-recorded but what's coming in the future will be live yeah there you go <laughs> i hope that's a good explanation um no they're 150 <laughs> uh, excuse me well, whatever. What I really want, I really want MoFi to be like, hey, those DLR era Van Halen albums are coming. And I was going to bring this up. I don't know if you get the Music Direct catalog, but they're in there. And, it, and okay, it says the first two will arrive uh, spring of 23, but no dates on the others. Yeah, there's no dates. It's probably going to be summer. Um, oh, wait, somebody is finally learning. You guys are just goofballs then. I think it's going to take two years to get all those Van Halens out. My my thought is that, look, if by the summer I can get fair warning, I'm happy. I don't think that's going to happen. But Sorry. Why I'm, announce them? Th that's what they do. That's the, the you're you're preaching to the uh, MoFi haters right now. Just like here. Um, this is Gene Simmons of Kiss. I'm about to announce that in 2076. We're going to release another Greatest Hits album. It's going to be called We Did It For The Money. <laughs> Again. Again, right. <laughs> Did you see that article I sent you? Paul Stanley says Kiss is far from over. And of We're course far he's, from done. Well, what about he had such a Paul Stanley quote. He goes, you know, this is the end of the road, but they keep paving more road. I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. That's so Kiss. It's so Paul Stanley. That. Yeah. You know, Nick, I I live on a road, and it was unbelievable. I noticed there was more pavement. So I said to Paul, listen, maybe we can get some more road time if there was more road. And look at what happened. He talked about the extra pavement. There's more road now. There is more road. Therefore, more money, because them roads are paved with gold for Kiss. <laughs> except it's green gold <laughs> fantastic anyways that's yeah. what i'm listening to is that elvis release uh, that's awesome uh something i'm listening to i picked it up a couple of days ago i just happened to stop at my local shop to buy a couple of christmas gifts and uh i totally forgot this was coming out and i grabbed it it was prodigy fat of the land 25th anniversary on silver vinyl damn it sounds good that's strange that it sounds good on silver that's one of those colors people say doesn't sound good. It sounds real. Well, I mean, it's it's clean um, when the music plays. You don't notice the crackling yeah. <laughs> as much. Uh, but yeah, silver is a wonky, a wonky color for it to sound okay. But this actually still has the depth in the bass for, you know, for a very EDM or early EDM style uh, thing. It, it really comes through really, really well. And 
that album is just amazing. I mean, it's it's a classic in that genre between you know "Smack My Butch Up" and "Breathe" and and you know "Firestarter." All those songs are absolutely incredible, and uh, so I'm glad I picked it up. I'm glad I picked it up. It's it was nice to not be like metal for a hot second you know <laughs> do you, now gene do you remember when you covered firestarter off your 2004 solo album asshole i do it was um it was really sort of off the cuff my son nick uh funny enough has the same name as you and he said dad i want to be a fireman and i said well we have a song firehouse and then i thought well if nick will be a fireman We'll have to start fires. And then it came to me. Do a cover of Firestarter by Prodigy. And boy, was it terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be featured in Cover to Covered. Oh, it, it might be. It might be. It might be in this song. Uh, I meant Discovered. <laughs> I meant the segment of Discovered. Yeah, and definitely not going to be added to the wow. Yeah, you should check out that cover. You yeah. know, not 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 so much. Um, but yeah, so I've been listening to that. It's actually really really good. I do highly recommend it. Even if you're not like the biggest fan of of like dance style music or house music or or that genre of music, that's it done really really well, in my mind. It's like the the best sort of drum and bass EDM. I don't know what you want to call it exactly. I know whatever I call it is going to be wrong to the fans of that type of music. Yeah. So, but most of them are not watching this show. So, <laughs> so anyway, all right, that's what we're listening to. Buy them or don't. Either um, way is fine. Either way is fine. But if you're going to buy them, buy them from Nick. Yep. There you go. I can take care of you. Hey, hey. take care of you. Hey, 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 Gabagool, Gabagool, put it everybody, right here. Everybody at work calls it Gabagool, and I want to choke every last one of them because I've never said Gabagool in my life. Gabagool. None of my relatives, they've never said Gabagool. Did your no. dad ever say Gabagool? Did your mom no. ever say Gabagool? No. no, it's not Gabagool. It's Kappa Call. It's C's, Kappa not Cole. G's. Exactly. Gabagool. I think the Gabagool came from uh, Sopranos. Yeah, and yeah. recaught pie. Yeah, right. Yeah, recaught. Like, I never pie. called it recaught pie. Never called it that ever. See, exactly. Conchetta has it right because I know that she's part of the part of our Paisan gang, fake Italians. Exactly. Yep. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> oh, look, Pat Patrick Middlestat, somebody who procures albums from Nick's store. He got a nice copy of Fair Warning from Nick's nice. store. Nice. All right. So let's talk about albums of the year. What we think are the best albums of the year. I don't have them ranked, but I'm pretty sure you do. I do. So why don't we go with your th third? And I'm just going to throw up the first one that popped in my head. <laughs> okay. My pick of the year. Well, my third place pick of the year is Skid Row. The gang's all here. I think uh, I've talked. I've talked about it a couple times on the show. Just think it's a great uh, balls out rock record. I think it sounds like the record they would have made between the first album and Slave to the Grind. So it's still got the melody or melodic side of it, uh, but it's got heavy riffs. And uh, the new singer is fantastic. I think he sounds enough like uh, Sebastian Bach that the old school fans will be happy with it. And he's got enough of his own identity where he doesn't sound like a cover band singer. So um, 
and the original tunes are just fantastic. I, I I was really blown away by the record. I thought the single, the title track, Gangs All Here, was great when they released it a couple months before the record came out. And then when I got the record, I, I was I was really blown away at, at uh, how great it was front to back. Yeah, I heard it. Um, well, obviously, I heard the Gangs All Here, and I was like, holy crap, this is good. And it gave me positive feelings towards what the rest of the album could be like i have not heard much of the rest of them what i have heard which was sort of in a passing fashion i was in the middle of doing something else i i agree with you it it sounds great and um you know it's sort of not as heavy a slave to the grind but working its way up to it kind of thing yep. exactly yep. so i i agree with you that with that 100 percent um you know for for me i'm gonna get this one out of the way because i'm gonna get yelled at a hundred percent but I went through and I looked at all the release. I want to be reminded of things that, you know, came out this year. And <clears throat> I only bought two, three, actually. This is one of them, but I, it, I, don't, I don't really, I didn't buy it. I downloaded it. And that's Harry Styles, Harry's House. Now, I know, I know, it's Harry Styles. But I got to tell you, this guy is a genius. Like, his producers are genius. They it's really fun music to listen to. It's fun pop. The videos are weird. And he was stooping one of my idols that I, you know, one of my one of my, you know, fantasies. What was what was he doing? Stooping. <laughs> it's a nice way of saying saying boning. Yeah, uh, I do what you. <laughs> yeah. Up, up until recently, he was he was boning Olivia Wilde and now they're not together. And so, yeah, I got a chance. There you go, man. I do. I got a chance. Um, and he's just, you know, I mean, if you could sell out 15 nights at the LA forum and MSG and I was about to say 15 nights at Madison square garden, you're doing something right. Yep. You know, so I don't care if you like the music or not, you got to give some credit to Harry Styles, you know, same thing with, with Taylor Swift, who he used to show up, um, you know, I, she sold 2.4 million tickets in a matter of three days. You know, you, even if you don't like her, you got to give some credit there. You know, yep. there's obviously something to it. And with Harry Styles, yeah, it's slicker than snot. It's well polished. Um, you know, is it something that I go to again and again? No, but if it goes on, I'm not changing the channel. Yeah, I listen to the songs because it's it's cool and it's fun. So sue me. I actually ha I can't even comment because I haven't heard any of his stuff, so I don't I don't know anything about it. I know I mean I know he's a pop guy, but that's that's all I know. I feel the same way about him that I feel about Justin Timberlake. Like I think they're both super talented, and what they do is amazing for what they do. Is it my favorite type of music to listen to? Absolutely not, but I enjoy them doing it. It's that it's that kind of thing. If the, that that would probably be the best way I could explain it in comparison. So. Makes sense. And there's a great engine behind them. I mean, the the team that's behind both of those guys, you know, they're they're historic studio people, and you know, they're both involved in the writing. It's not like they're just taking other people's songs. They're both involved, you know. So it's not just like, all right, well, here, read this commercial in musical notes, you know. Right. So I give them I give them a lot of credit. Well, like you um, said, 15 nights at the Forum and 15 nights at Madison Square Garden. No matter what anybody thinks of you, you're doing something correctly. Exactly. Or something that somebody likes. A lot know. of people like. Yeah, 15, exactly. 15 nights worth of people. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, what's your number two? Number two uh, is The Helicopters, Eyes of Oblivion. 
so stoked to get a new helicopters record when i first got into the band they had just broken up like in 2008 so i never thought i'd see the day where i'd get a new helicopters record and we got one and it's phenomenal great riffs great guitar solos uh great melodic hooks uh, i always tell people the helicopters are like cheap trick meets uh who do I always say? Like Cheap Trick meets the Ramones in the way of like it's gritty, dirty rock and roll, but there's that melodic hook on top of it that gets it stuck in your head. And uh, just one of my favorite bands of all time. I have their um, logo tattooed on my wrist. Thank you to Bob Tyrell. And uh, I was just so excited to get a new Helicopters record, and it totally stood up to all of my expectations. And up until about five months ago, four months ago, I, it was the best record of the year for me. Well, we'll get to your number one in a second then. Yep. Um, number two for me, and again, this is just a loose order. It's not anything in particular. It's just three albums that I really liked from this year. And there were a lot of albums that came out this year. Like, I'll talk about one of them in a second. Um, but Def Leppard came out with a new album. It's been a while. It's been a minute. And they put it out before they went on tour with Motley Crue and blew them off the stage. Uh, and because, uh, <laughs> I mean, how could they not? Yeah, I was going to um, say. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, <laughs> it's not setting the bar too high. No, not at all. But it was a Diamond Star Halos, which is a double album of original material. And the first single kick sold me instantly. It's great. It's great. Instantly. And I said, all right, you know what? I don't even care what else is on this album. That's that song is very much in the vein of like T-Rex, all that glam rock, 70s glam rock. And a lot of the album reflects that, too, which was nice because it was a, a band paying tribute to what they done, what how they came through, like what they what their influences were without doing covers. Yes. So it was nice. I really like that album. It definitely pays tribute. Um, so I, again, I highly recommend that one's great album and it's great artwork and, and, you know, every, the whole band just sounds really, really good. And there's like duets with Alison Krauss. It's like, really? But yeah. <laughs> and pre and props to Def Leppard for still like putting time and effort into making new records. I know a lot of people aren't always concerned about that. Yeah. I mean, Motley, for example, the last record they did was Saints of Los Angeles, which I think was like, oh, eight. You know, that was 14 years ago. And Def Leppard has probably done three records since then. You know, I At mean, least. And so props to them, because obviously we all know Def Leppard has two sets worth of huge hits that they could lay that they could lay their hat on. And one go set out and is play. the Hysteria album alone. Exactly. And you throw in all the pyromania stuff and the hits off Adrenalize and all that. I mean, it's like they're, they're a juggernaut and they could easily just say, go out and be the nostalgia act and people would love it. And they would still be able to fill a stadium without issue, but they go in and they still make solid records and they put effort into the songwriting and the production. So props to them, you know, them and uh, Iron Maiden still driving forward and, and wanting to put out new records. And it's, it's not easy to do what they do in a lot of ways i mean the solos are still have have a shredding quality to it and you know the, the music itself is not complicated which is what makes them very um accessible uh, accessible for a lot of people thank you for the adjective um whereas iron maiden is just difficult period yep so i give them a lot of credit for for a different reason you know it's it's 
sometimes it's harder to write a simple song than a complicated song, you know? Yeah. How do you make four chords sound different? It's really hard to do. Yep. You know what they say about country music? Three, three chords and the truth, you know, right? That's why every song sounds the same yeah, right. <laughs> in so many ways, you know? Not dissing on country music, but there's not a ton of variety in a lot of ways. Whereas rock music, to differentiate yourself, you have to try. And it's hard to do that. And those guys do that. Every album is a little bit different, a little bit different, a little bit different. So um, now before we get to the number one, your number one and my number one, if anybody's new here, please make sure if you're watching on YouTube, you subscribe, click subscribe, click like down below in the thingy. We want we want your business. Um, yes. Not like there's any money to be made, but we want you we want you to come back and watch again. And we have a growing crowd. It's starting to get bigger and bigger, which is nice. You could say you were there at the outset. You were there at the beginning. You were there before they monetized it and made a ton of money as independent contractors. <laughs> this way, you don't have to pay the taxes. No, you didn't have to pay for their insurance. This is what it was. Same thing. <laughs> Either way, you win. It's all on them. Fantastic. Thank you, thank you Gene Simmons, uh, you know, personal wealth consultant. Uh, yeah. Hey, who better to ask, to be fair? <laughs> I got my money by stopping lots of ladies wearing makeup every day. How did you do it? Wentworth and Simmons. Salino <laughs> and Simmons and Barnes. Um, Sleaze, Sleaze, and Pander. I still, I think my favorite moment on Cover to Cover this year was the fuzz bubble guys telling the story about <laughs> my first instinct is to is strike. To strike. <laughs> but I still think it's my first instinct is to sue. Yeah, I, yeah, still yeah. Think, I still think that's that's probably what he actually said. <laughs> All right. So good. All right, subscribe. Please tell yes. all your friends, subscribe. Do it now. Do it later. Do it again. Subscribe. Thank you. All right, so, Nick, what is your number one album of the year, Casey Kasem? Hey. Top ten. Hey. Uh, my number one album of the year, and it's by a long shot. I've talked about it multiple times on this show. Butch Walker, Glenn, or Butch Walker as Glenn is actually the name of the, the, the full name of the album, but it could just be referred to as Glenn fantastic front to back i've probably listened to it 200 times and every time it gets better the arrangements the lyrics the musicality it's just out of this world and all of butch's records are fantastic he had uh his band before he went to be uh on his own to do his solo thing marvelous three they have three awesome records um, and he's written a bunch of number one hits for pop people that you guys probably know, like Who Knew by Pink and a um, bun bunch of stuff. He's written a bunch of songs for the Struts, who are another one of my favorite bands. But Butch just is a great, well-rounded musician. But lyrically and, and vocally and musically, the record is just head and shoulders above anything that's come out, I would say, in the last five years. If you're a fan of Jackson Brown, Elton John... Uh, Tom Petty, any of those Americana style songwriters of the Canyon, uh, Echo Canyon style stuff, you, you'll love this record and uh, I'm on my soapbox for it at any minute because I think it's that good and uh, 
The vinyl is not out yet. It's only available digitally. The vinyl comes out next month in January, and uh, Rock City is going to be doing something very special to celebrate that that we'll be announcing on Friday. So <gasps> shameless plug there. Friday? Friday. Hmm. Mm. Friday. Yeah, Pat. Pat says he just saw Rig Rundown with, with Butch on YouTube. It came out today. Yeah, Great, great stuff. I I watched the first half of it. Um, nobody ever talks about what an amazing guitar player he is. He can shred with the best of them, and uh, he can play Chuck Berry licks with the best of them. But, uh, yeah, just can't say enough about it. If you want to stream it, stream it. If you want to pick up the vinyl in a few weeks, definitely do it. You won't be disappointed. Best record of the year. If I'm disappointed, will you give me money? Sure. But I'm you know go- what? You don't count because you don't like Tom Petty or any of the people that I listed. So, Crap. well, you like Elton John, but that's about it. I like stepping to Christmas. <laughs> that's it. That's the only Elton John <laughs> song you like. Hey, Mike, what about Goodbye Yellow Brick Road? Nope, step nope, into step Christmas. Into Christmas. <laughs> Middle of July, step into Christmas. <laughs> Valentine's Day, I'm stepping into Christmas. Labor Day, Arbor Day, step into Christmas. Nope. You know? It's going to snow forever and ever. Come on. And we can watch it. We can watch it. The admission's free. <laughs> hey, before I forget, because I will forget by the end of the show, before you say your number one record, I just ah. want to say that the Lions are going to beat the Jets this weekend. All right. Now, listen, you're talking smack now, okay? Yeah. You are talking ultimate smack. You have no defense, and we have one. No, We had a defense the other night. On fucking Sunday, we had a good defense. Yeah, and the only reason why we didn't beat the Vikings the week before is because Braxton Berrios dropped the ball in the end zone. Otherwise, we would have beat them too. So, but you didn't. I... All that matters is the W's and the L's. All right, are we going to wager on this? Smoked. We're going to have to wager on this. Jets are smoke. Getting we're, smoked. We're definitely having to wager on this. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. What do you guys think that we should bet? Put it in the chat. We'll let this go. We'll see. We'll we'll see what it's got to be. And it, we'll come it's, back around at the towards the yeah, end. Yeah, we'll the come episode. back at the end. So, oh, by the way, we'll put one proviso on this. It needs to be twenty five dollars or less. <laughs> let's let's cap it. Let's cap it because you know some people are like yeah, oh, uh, Mike, put up uh, the condo that you rent, <laughs> like you know, a Jets pizza. <laughs> Hey, that's, Jets say, pizza? that's saying something from Gall McCartney. He wouldn't give up a Jets pizza very easily. All right. First of all, Jets pizza is, I know it's a chain, and it's awful. So let's just not go there. All right. Um, see? All right. Jets pizza there we is go. Awful. No, it's, yeah, but yes, this it is, is coming from, isn't, isn't uh, Conchetta from Long Island also? Uh, uh, Brooklyn originally. Okay. But, well, there you, you know. go. You guys are both from places that have really good pizza. Yeah, that, that's not fair. Okay, in Detroit, what we, is that? Oh my God! In Detroit, do you listen to, to what you just what, said? If in Detroit, that doesn't matter. You what, guys come from places with good pizza. That should make us authorities. You are authorities, but I'm saying we can't go to you know Joe's Pizza. We've been in business since 1840. We don't get that option here. Look, you have Detroit style pizza, which you motherfuckers invented to have your own style of pizza. I'm not so, a big fan of Detroit style. Even I actually they, don't mind it. They claim Jets is Detroit style, but it's not. It's just deep dish. It's not. Detroit it's style crappy. is the buddies with the deep dish with the sauce on top, which I'm not a huge fan of. We can't bet pizza. It's just not going to happen. I but can't what, give you one. 
But what is going to... Well, you could DoorDash me one. You're allowed to send people orders. Um, we'll see. All right. Well, y'all decide what we're betting. And, uh, you know, no points. This is straight up. So you you called it out. Detroit Lions are going to beat the Jets. So it's got to yep. be straight up then. All right. What happens in the event of a tie? Uh, nobody gets pizza. <laughs> okay. Deal. All right. Now, now Gall McCartney's like a Sajin Pepperoni's pizza. Yep. Is that like a Beatles pizza joint? No, it's just co- Mike. You've had it. That's how drunk you oh, were. You don't even remember. That's that was that place. Yes. Wow. I was really <laughs> hammered. Yeah. There was a there was one night in Detroit a bunch of years ago, and I was I tied one on good <laughs> and i don't even know how it was in a bowling alley am i remember yes this? yeah you got it right. yep, yep. yeah it was pizza place in a bowling alley and i was i was being nice but i was being drunk and nice and you know how that can be like you just like you're slurring and you're smiling and you think you're being kind and friendly and all they're saying is god will you just go away <laughs> without actually saying it that's where I was, yep, and I fully are. admit that one hundred percent. And you were like, "But this is good pizza," but you could have been drunk. Yeah, but yeah, it is I good was pizza. Definitively drunk, but I don't remember. I couldn't even tell you what that tasted like at all. Um, all right, so y'all decide what we're betting. Um, nice. Your number one record? <laughs> yeah, like bowling alley pizza. <laughs> It's not. It, it's a separate business. There's just yeah. a bowling alley also in the complex. Yeah. All right, my number one this year, because uh, I'm very partial to this band, but <clears throat> Voivod. 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 Uh, Voivod. Uh, Voivod, Synchro Anarchy. It's a new album from them. They actually came out with two this year. Uh, one came out in November, which I have not gotten or heard yet for that matter. But Synchro Anarchy was released in February, and the first single was released last December, almost uh, a year to go to the to the day, I think. Uh, and it was called Plant Eaters. And the minute I heard it, I was floored because now you have to understand half the band that was around, you know, back in the day during like the, their heyday, like Nothing Face. Let's call that yeah, yeah. their classic, their classic album. You know, uh, half the band that was in the band at that point is not in the band. And the bass player and the guitar player and it sounded like nothing face style material except i dare to say it better wow that's saying something yeah i mean if if you haven't checked out synchro anarchy definitely check it out or at least the single you can find it on youtube the video that goes along with it is pretty pretty wild but voivod is known for their kind of cool you know uh visuals as well um it's so reminiscent of classic voivod super reminiscent of classic Voivod, and I was floored. Then I got the album, and I'm like, yep, this lives up to it. I listened to it three times in a row. When I first got it, I spun it, <laughs> just kept spinning it. And uh, so by by that measure, yeah, definitely my favorite new album this year to come out, Synchro Anarchy by Voivod. So there you go. Beautiful. Those are our top three albums to come out this year. There's probably some others that are coming out later. Well, what's coming out this week? We didn't even talk about that. We went no, past that. Nothing super exciting, as as okay. you might imagine. Once you get into the holiday times, it's yeah. pretty much just reissues and stuff. But I will say um, they're continuing. The um, Queen uh, Half Speed Masters are being reissued finally, and I think News of the World and Jazz come out this week. And most of the Nick Cave 
uh, catalog if you're a Nick Cave fan. A lot of those records have been out of print for a long time, so those are coming out this week. That's really that's really the best. Now, this is interesting. For the bet, loser has to listen to their most hated song in its entirety live on the show in headphones. Abracadabra versus anything Grateful Dead. Now, that would be great. However, I'm fairly confident that Nick would pick some song that would be three sides long on an album and the whole show would just be that song. <laughs> and at the end of it, everybody would just be dead from killing themselves. So, I mean, I love the idea. Don't don't get me wrong. Oh, here we go. Make Mike listen to Tom no, Petty every easy. album. No, I would I would definitely throw on some 1984 Grateful Dead when Jerry was just wrecked. <laughs> and it was just no good like even for me it was no good look in the dark is coming out vmp yep and that's not even a monthly one that's just one of their like exclusives yeah, it's just coming out yep which is cool good for them uh all right so now moving on we need to pick some gifts for people how many people have done all their shopping notice no hands go up that's because we're the only two on the show. How many people have done some of their shopping? I've done some of my, and most of my shopping, to be honest. I think I may just have one or two little things that I still need to get. How but, many people have done none of their shopping? Nah, there you go, Nick. That's a good man right there. That's a typical male with a beard. There you go. That's it. Yeah, how you go, honey? Is there a carton of smokes and a flower? Merry Christmas. There you go. Oh, and a scratch-off. I forgot. I got you a scratch-off, too. Did you win? No? When did, it, when did I start sounding like Scruff McGruff? Well, the minute that you said you haven't done your shopping yet. Uh, <laughs> McGruff the crime dog? Yeah. <laughs> Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois. There you go. Um, and I don't even know what Gall McCartney's holding his hand up for. He, he has right, nobody to buy for. He has nobody to buy for. No one. He's, he's got a family. I know you find that, that I, I know you find that hard to believe after you after you proclaimed that he was the missing link. I'm pretty sure he was grown in a small pot. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely grown in a small pot and watered daily by someone. Uh, uh, Rogers eating that blanket behind yeah, you, yanking it off the chair. Yeah, he's just having fun. I just I give up with him with certain things. Again, it's like having a two-year-old. And guess what? He's about to be two years old. There you go. Hang on one second. Stop it! What are you doing? I love you. Stop it. All right. He's, he's just going to oversee everything now. All right. So, so yeah. gifts. There are cool things that came out this year. Lots of cool things came out this year. And we just wanted to throw out a few options for you guys and gals. If you need to look, you know, look to buy something cool that may actually still be available because a lot of these things sell out pretty quick, but some of them are pretty widely made. Uh, and Nick, why don't you give us give us the first one? What do you think would be a great gift for 2022's holiday season? Well, I have to go with the Beatles Revolver uh, box set. It's not, a, it, I guess it's technically an anniversary box set, but it doesn't really line up to anything. Uh, yeah, it's the uh, six, 66th anniversary of, of, right, of 56th of, anniversary or something like that. Of Revolver. Yeah. Multiple uh, formats. You get yep. single CD, two CD, single LP, picture disc LP, five LP, six CD. Half uh, speed. No, half speed. There's, there's a million options. 
Um, who doesn't love a good Beatles record? And that is arguably the best, um, I would say. But uh, if you get the deluxe box set, you get a nice hardcover book in there uh, with all kinds of great photos from the recording sessions, some, uh, an essay from Questlove, some uh, liner notes from Paul McCartney. Uh, it's 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 a great box and uh, sound quality is outstanding on both the CD and the vinyl. Um, so even if you get the single LP, you'll you'll uh, you'll satisfy the music lover in your life. If you are gonna, I don't know if the mo is the mono available as a single LP. No, the mono it's is not, only available right? in the box. In the set. box. So get the box. Yes, because the mono version of this. This mono version, there was another one that came out a bunch of years ago. This mono version of Revolver is extraordinary. It's the same one. It's the one that came out in 2014. It's the same. It's not the same exact Yes, one. yes, it is. It's EQ'd a little bit different, man. It sounds less muddy. I don't know how. The plates are the same. Same mastering and everything. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the only way you can get the vinyl is in the box, and uh, it's worth mentioning because... When the mono was in print as and available as a single LP, it was gone extremely fast, and it's like 200 bucks. So at that Get rate, that. you can buy the whole box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fresh, unopened. Yes. So uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Inger loves Roger, and her schnitzel wants to have a puppy hang with him. That sounds dirty. <laughs> it does. If you ask me, that sounds kind of dirty. Uh, but, you know, I, could, I, I, I speak... I speak Gibby's mom. I speak her language. So I, I understand what she means by all that. And it's actually kind of sweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that is one amazing gift that could be given at the holidays. I would love a copy. Thank you very much. But again, my sticking point is there's no super, super deluxe where you get the CDs and the albums all in one. Or a Blu-ray in any fashion. Or a Blu-ray in any fashion. Supposedly, it's going to come later. Supposedly. It's not which, coming. Which means it's not coming. Um, <laughs> let's see. What was... Uh, what? It, damn it. I had it here, and I wrote it down, too. Oh, all right. Well, this is something else that you can talk to, because uh, you have it. So I think the UHQR uh, Steely Dan Can't Buy a Thrill that came out about eight weeks ago Yeah. <laughs> uh, in this rolling... Eight week every Asia every Steely Dan album from the seventies and early eighties coming out, uh, re released in this forty five RPM crystal clarity LP, vinyl clarity vinyl craziness at one hundred and fifty dollars a pop. But all the reviews I've read and your review on this show have said it's absolutely astounding sounding. It's so incredible. Tell us a little more about it. It's absolutely incredible. Um, the the clarity, uh, pun intended, because of the clarity vinyl, but hmm. the clarity in the recording is is amazing. Um, I think I was saying on the song "Dirty Work," which a lot of people know, it's a big Steely Dan hit. You can hear the tip of the drumstick hitting the hi hat. Yeah. I mean, that that's a, you know the original presses of Steely Dan records, of course, sound phenomenal because they were sticklers about their sound. But even this takes that to a whole nother level um it's it really is just amazing and the guys at uh analog productions chad chasm the ceo they just do a fantastic job uh soup to nuts as they say from packaging all the way to the the quality of the vinyl you can drop this on your turntable as soon as you get it there will not be a pop there will not be a click 
you don't you know you don't need to brush it off nothing it sounds perfect and uh, that's what you're paying for i know a lot of people go oh jesus christ 150 dollars for for one record yeah it's a lot of money but if if you've got a, a good system or even a halfway decent system as soon as you drop the needle on that record you're going to hear the difference it's impossible not to um the the uhqr series not just the steely dan they've done kind of blue this year miles davis on both 33 rpm and 45 rpm both on clarity vinyl and of course Jimi hendrix are you experienced which i got and uh talked about on this show that's another great gift to give that's a little bit more affordable because it's a 33 uh record instead of being two lp is at 45 i think it's 125 for that um sound quality just amazing uh listen to it in headphones the wind cries mary you might as well be standing in the studio while the experience are cutting it it's that good yeah it's it's just crazy and and people you say that about cds you hear everything do you really i mean like vinyl is reproducing it even better it seems because there's that warmth that cds just don't have yep that gives you that enveloping experience and Chad is a stickler about using the the original analog tape. They change the plates every thousand records pressed to make sure that you're getting as as great of a sound quality as possible. And they deliver. And again, that's what you're paying for. You get a nice um, slipcase uh, box with the album artwork. Yeah, so the boxes are the, the packaging is amazing on these. Yes wood dowel um spine with the with the logo of the album engraved in it and uh new liner notes written for all of these releases by experts whether it like they did the bob marley one and it was written by you know a, the the bob marley biographer wrote the liner notes the hendrix ones i, f I forget who they're written by um maybe eddie kramer i think actually and uh just outstanding you your your money is well spent buying these Jeff Henderson says, D's nuts. I don't know why, but he, he does. He says that. Um, <laughs> but I guess Jeff doesn't need a reason. Nor do any of us no. to say D's nuts. Um, one thing I wanted to add, because that's actually technically three. Uh, yes. One I wanted to add, of course, because I'm maybe a little bit biased is the Rush Moving Pictures box set. Now, this thing is chock full of everything. I mean, it's awesome. This is the super deluxe you wanted the from super the Beatles. super deluxe, yes. That, that, well, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, this is the kind of box set you wanted that Beatles box set to be, where you got CDs, Blu-ray, albums, the whole nine yards. And oh, no, no, Jeff has this wrong. It's soup to D's nuts is what it should be, <laughs> not soup to nuts. Um, but yeah, the, the, the moving pictures box set, obviously it's the, well, 41st anniversary, uh, but they called it the 40th anniversary set because it was made last year. It just didn't come out for one reason or another. It may have been this pandemic thing. Who knows? Uh, but it came out in April of this year and it's, uh, moving pictures sounding absolutely amazing. But then the, uh, the concert it comes with was the third night of three nights uh, in Toronto's Maple, uh, Maple Garden Arena. Maple Garden Arena, yeah. It, Maple, Maple Garden. Leaf Gardens. Maple Leaf Gardens, thank you. I knew it was something. You know better than me on this stuff. I'm old. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Maple Leaf Gardens, third night of three nights, and it's not edited 
in any way, shape, or form. It's just, I mean, it's remixed, but there's no, like, cuts. There's no overdubs. There's no going back and fixing anything. It's just the concert, warts and all, and it's amazing. Yes. It's absolutely amazing, and it's great to hear Getty call it YYZ. Yep. <laughs> Live, because he was in Canada. Um, <laughs> I mean, Canada. Did I say Canada? Yeah. I do that all the time on purpose. I also call it America's hat. Um, <laughs> I bet the Canadians love that. They're such yeah, nice they people, do. they probably don't mind. Uh, oh, you know, that was kind of funny. Oh, that's kind of nice. That's a little mean there, eh? That's, you know, I don't know if I would go around saying things like that, eh? But, you know, I guess if we're America's hat, that means we're keeping you warm like a toque. <laughs> Uh, that's my Canadian impression. How'd I do? You, you live did. close to Canada. You're in Michigan. So, yeah, I'm not you know. far, actually. You know, you got Windsor right over there. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. I rarely uh, go, though. <laughs> but also in this box set, there's some extras. There's a, 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 a moving picture slip mat for your for your turntable. And then there's also a reproduction of a red Barchetta car, as well as uh, Getty and Alex uh, steel picks. And a set of Neil drum Neil Peart drumsticks, which is just awesome. And it, there's even more in there. There's a whole book that's fantastic that's in there as well. Much along the lines of I'm sure what's in the in the Beatles revolver box set with you know never seen before pictures and so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean that's that's my number one. And these all make great gifts. Yeah, I'm not even listening to Jeff. I know why you're smiling right now, Nick, because you saw his you saw his thing like <laughs> viewer count drops. It's because we're talking about Rush. Well, it's unfortunate that Kick Tracy doesn't have a box set because nobody would buy it, and Jeff could have all of them. <laughs> that would be perfect. I still haven't listened to one Kick Tracy song. And you should never do so. I heard Pretty Boy Floyd today for the first time in a while. What'd you think of that? I wish it had stayed a while. <laughs> So there's Fantastic. that. Yeah. Uh, any other additions for our gift giving guide for the holidays? Yeah. Um, I've got I've got one more. Sure. Actually, I've got two more. Okay. Bring it. Uh, I talked about this on the last show. The uh, Neil Young Harvest 50th anniversary box. Yep. Uh, another um, outstanding package with uh, hardcover hardcover book, uh, CD vinyl an unreleased concert on both cd and vinyl and then two dvds one of that same bbc concert which is from like 1971 just neil playing solo 72 actually i'm sorry and then a two-hour documentary um of neil recording the album and it's old footage it's not it's not something that they made like looking back it's all made uh, at the time of the uh, recording of harvest that's outstanding and if you get the if you're a cd person you can get the whole set for like 40 bucks with the hardcover book two cds and two dvds it's hard to top that value no that's that is an incredible value and um, um it's it, there is an atmos mix of it too if you if you're a streamer if you have apple music there's an atmos mix of harvest that sounds absolutely incredible let me ask you something do you prefer that on apple music or title I go either way, you know, I've I've got an Apple TV 4K and that's usually how I play my Atmos stuff. It, it reads both the, the same, I feel like the same sound quality. Um, 
but it, I feel like the Apple Music platform is a little bit easier to find the Atmos stuff. That they, I can totally get. Yeah, they have that whole category that's yeah. the spatial audio, so it's a lot easier to go through, especially on the Apple TV, and go, okay, what's new in Atmos? And you can just run down the albums. They got those cool playlists they put together. The yeah. title uh, is be is better for musicians because they, they, I think, they pay the highest royalty rate uh, if you stuff. are yeah i mean if you're well if you have the because they have two different well actually have three subscription services they have free 10 bucks and 20 bucks a month the one for 20 bucks a month you can have up to like 9k like ridiculous bit rate yep which is i i think you know only dogs can hear certain frequencies at, at that point and even beyond um but the if i remember correctly the artists get up to 10 percent of the royalty for every time it's played i think it's your your highest rotation um artist so like if i played a lot of rush like getty and alex would get a lot more money um off title than they would off apple music streams which is great you know because the musicians deserve it you know that's another both, thing that's they're both know, we talked about it last payout week. on uh, spotify what's that they're both both services are smoking the payout on spotify Dude, I can give you a dollar and I would smoke the payout on Spotify for about 5,000 artists this whole month. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it's insane. So um, screw Spotify, though. And, that's where we put our playlist because it's kind of the only place you can put it. And know? one another thing to, to bring up, if you're a third man records vault member, you get the twenty dollar a month title subscription for five bucks a month. Oh, wow. So it's a nice perk because I think Jack White is one of the uh, board people or one of the investors. I, I'm not sure, but it's one of the perks of being a third man vault club member. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Uh, the final thing I want to uh, I wanted to talk about was the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers live at the Fillmore box. Yeah. Fantastic sound quality. Yeah. Available on six LP or four CD, or there's a three LP version and a, two disc cd if you want there's just another the there's another option you could just take your money out and light it on fire shut up <laughs> it's fucking it's it's a great set and uh heartbreakers <laughs> fans waited a long time for it and uh, uh and again if if you're a streamer there's atmos of it so there you go look there's a lot of people that are tom petty fans and yeah i mean if i was a tom petty fan you gave me a six lp box set of of uh, live tom petty i'd probably enjoy it so. yes uh, and then if you gave uh, it to me being me, I would melt it down Mike, and make you know, figurines out of it. You know what you should talk about in the gift giving thing that you forgot to mention in the top records of the year that I know you were a big fan of was uh, Bruce Springsteen, Only the Strong Survive. Yeah, there was a reason why I didn't mention that. There's a reason why, because you know what? I just felt it would have been too much of, you know, me steering everybody towards Springsteen and I hate him. You know, and as much as I'd love to tell people to do something stupid, I, I won't. I can't do that one. What about his cover of uh, Night Shift by the Commodores? I know you're not alone on the night shift. On the night shift. On the night shift. And Patrick says he'd rather listen to Tom Petty than Harry Styles. Okay. There you go. Good. That's my kind of guy right there. That's fine. You can not listen to Harry Styles. I don't think he'd get offended. Tom Petty's not offended. I'm not listening to him. <laughs> yeah, mainly because he's fucking stone dead. 
Yeah, that that usually makes it a little hard to care about who's listening. A little, to your music. he cares a little bit less these days. He does. But when he was alive, I, oh boy, did he not care. I was gonna say I don't think he cared then either. <laughs> I think that I think his mortgage was getting paid just fine without you listening. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's like. <laughs> Well, Mike's not listening. Uh, I don't know if I can make ends meet. Okay, what is the deal where anytime somebody does this this like fake impression of Tom Petty, it's like a Bob Dylan on helium. Like he doesn't Are you talk kidding like me? that or you listen like to that. a station on on Sirius XM. I mean, like every commercial is I'm Tom Petty and it's Tom Petty Radio. Listen to Tom Petty Radio. How it would you know? Like, Why are you listening to it? Because the commercials are on fucking Howard Stern all the time. No, I listen to Howard Stern all the time. I don't hear that commercial. All right, maybe not Howard Stern, but on other serious channels. I think you're a closet Tom Petty fan. I think you're in the closet, period. (laughs) It's about time to come out, buddy. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) I am your Nick Bocott. Yeah, there you go. You're everyone's Nick Bocott except Nick Bocott. Except Nick Bocott, yeah. (laughs) I, I tell you, the Brits will win every time. The Brits will win every I time. I believe that. 100%. Uh, all right, what else? What do you, what else do you want? That's to say? it. That's uh, oh, that's okay. all I got. I we we ran down there's a great Kinks box set if you're into the Kinks. Uh Muswell Hillbillies, everybody's a star. Dual 50th anniversary release. That's got a Blu-ray, 5 CDs and 4 LPs in it. Great wow. set. That is um, a big set, yeah. Yep, Super Deluxe as you mentioned, Mike. That's that's fantastic. Anything Super Deluxe, it should be known that every Super Deluxe set should have CDs, DVD, and albums. Yep. Period. There was a big Nirvana box, too, for Nevermind. That was a good one, too. But 12 LPs. That was almost overkill. It is overkill because it's like four live shows and Nevermind. Exactly. So that's why I didn't get it. I'm going to be honest with you. That's why I didn't get it. Um, I would get the Creatures of the Night 3 LP if it was still available anywhere. It's not. Nope. And from what I hear, and I heard from a very reputable person to trust, uh, that the uh, vinyl mastering of that Creatures half-speed sounds like dog shit. The single album? Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't get that one. Uh, I was like, uh... I'd rather have the three LP. So maybe I'll wait and see if the three LP is, you know, is another run or something like that, which it probably won't be. Yeah, it'll be $300. Yeah. Well, it already is. Is it really? Yeah. The prices have shot up. They're like 150 bucks now because they were 60 bucks to begin with. And now they're 150 and I missed out. And I also missed out when the box set was $180 on Amazon for like three seconds. I missed out on it too. And I'm the one that told told you about about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, the store I was in the other day who sees me all the time, he's like, Hey man, do you get any of those creatures of the night? It was Tom Petty. Hey man, you get any creatures of the night? (laughs) Tom (laughs) Petty is still alive. He works in a record (laughs) store in San Diego. talking. He talks to Mike about creatures of the night. He talks to me about kiss. And uh, he's like, did you get any of those creatures of the night? You know, box set or variants. I'm like, nah, man. You know, I'm like, it was it was like hundred and eighty dollars at one point. I was like, I know. I passed on it too. Like everybody passed on it when it was hundred and eighty bucks for like a day. Yep. And oof. Oh, I think wow. we all assumed it was gonna stay there and it didn't. Yeah, like why was it there in the first place? I'll tell you a story. So I was on there one time, I forget when it was. I had a I had a gift card that I got from Avis. Because Avis has this thing where if you rent and you use your sign in for Amazon, you get paid back in like 10% in Amazon bucks or whatever. 
And so I had some some money on the on the card after you know running a car and um, it was like ride the I just I've been looking for the ride the lightning box set for some reason it was one hundred and fifty dollars I was like holy crap I'm like buy 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 give me six you know and it wouldn't go through wouldn't go through wouldn't go through there's a problem with your order there's a problem with your order there's a problem with your order I'm like what the hell is going on next day two fifty. Yep, there you go. Like, can't win. Like, really? It, it, the, yeah, there's a problem. You're out of order. <laughs> You're out of order. You're out of order. You're out of order. This whole damn courtroom's out of order. That's my terrible Al Pacino. I wasn't even trying. Uh, all right, so moving on. Uh, oh, a uh, quick uh, viewing recommendation. If anybody's a fan of The Godfather, you have to watch the series The Offer. That's amazing. It's good. It's really good. It's good, except for one episode. One episode. Only one episode. You've seen the whole thing? Yes. Uh, there's one episode that sort of is a throwaway in a sense, because there's a character that's in the one episode and never shows up again. It's the one that uh, Al Ruddy meets in the, in the you know at the dance club. Mm-hmm. He brings her on set, and then she's gone, and that's it. Like... Yeah, what was what, the point? What, what was the point? Yeah. <laughs> like, and if you're watching, you'd understand exactly what we're talking about. Like, this is, this makes no sense. This is so like disjointed. You could have done a lot more here, but anyway. Uh, but yeah, if you're a fan of The Godfather, watch the offer. It's uh, it's pretty much a true story about the making of The Godfather the, and everything that went into it. The guy that plays Robert Evans, the head of Paramount, outstanding, so good, outstanding. In fact, I think his name is Good. Isn't it Michael Good or I Michael think Matthew Good? Matthew Good. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah fantastic. Uh, it's totally. Uh, Conchetta says she has not. She hasn't seen it yet. She may watch it. You should watch it because just for the guy who plays Robert Evans, yep. who's amazing, and Colin Hanks is in it. He's great in it too. You really hate him. Um, <laughs> I really hated him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 good. It's really good. Um, and, anyway, I, I listened to Robert Evans' uh, audio book, which was read uh, read by him. Yeah. And the way Matthew Good did that that voice and everything was spot, spot on. on. I mean, perfect. And Matthew Good is British. Yeah, yeah. That was the other <laughs> thing. Yeah, just yeah, fantastic. And also yeah. fantastic is this comment from Jeff Henderson that says, "I didn't get it because it's Nirvana." I agree. Yeah, that's why I don't buy Kick Tracy albums. Because it's Kick Tracy. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's move on. It's time for Jeff's favorite. Uh, Jeff's. Uh, Nick's favorite music category, Christmas music. We're going to talk about Christmas music, ladies and gentlemen. Step into Christmas with us. Yes. Step into Christmas. We're going to make you up a here a Christmas list. But it's not going to be the normal Christmas list. Uh, it's going to be a lot of heavy music I'm I'm, I'm envisioning. Uh, probably some not so heavy because, you know, we'll just come up with some natural stuff that's, uh, you know, classic. But there's some heavy stuff I'm going to throw in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And because Nick doesn't like this, I'm going to have him go first. I want to see what he's got to contribute to the Christmas list. All right. What do you got, Nick? What what Christmas? What is Nick? What is Nick Morocco putting on his Christmas list besides nothing? The Grinch. Which one? The Boris Karloff? Yes. But it's yeah, not actually Boris Karloff. Not, 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 no, not the Gary Hoey one. No, not the Gary Hoey one. <laughs> no. 
No, really? The original. <laughs> You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. I forget who the, the guy did. I know, I know Boris Karloff did the narration, but I don't know if he sang it. I thought it was him. Maybe not. Was it him? It might I, be. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I have that record on, on Grinch green vinyl. Nice. That's worth having. Yeah. I, 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 I dig that one. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on with mine. I'm gonna go with another cartoon. I'm gonna go with Christmas time is here. The Peanuts version, the Vince Guaraldi trio. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with the kids singing, because that's such a classic, you know, classic Christmas song. And it's not Christmas if you don't, you know, if you don't hear that song. You know, why do they got to sing hundred times? Why do they got to sing so high up though? Because they're kids. <laughs> they're no, children. No kid can sing low. Christmas time is again. Oh. No, they can't. Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm picking for my first choice. And by the way, if you have Christmas songs you want to put in there, I'll put on this list. We're going to make a playlist for it, but put them in the chat. Be happy to bring them up. Gall McCartney. Oh, there you go. I knew he was gonna come come with who. I knew, sang so, that. yeah, Thorough Ravenscroft. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Boris Karloff. Uh, but yeah, I, I. It sounds like it, but Boris Karloff does the narration for the cartoon. Pat Middlestat thought it was James Earl Jones. No, it was not James <laughs> Earl Jones. You're an evil one, Mister Grinch. I can, I can believe that. If somebody, if Gall McCartney would have came on here and said it was James Earl Jones, I would have, I would have believed him. I would have shot that down because I know it wasn't James Earl Jones. I at least know that much. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what else? What else is on your not so Christmas list? Let's see. I like, uh, you got to go with the classic Blue Christmas by Elvis. Yeah, sing it. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, you know, it's funny because Jeff says no Peter Steele impressions. Uh, n now Peter Steele impressions, I should say. Uh, I can't do Peter Steele impressions. I knew Peter, uh, but his voice was so low. You just you can't do it. Uh, but speaking of Peter Steele, my next song is is a song called Red Water by Typo Negative from uh, uh, October Rust. In parentheses, it's called Christmas Morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Like your morning. Yeah, Christmas. exactly. Well, it is it is a very depressing song. Of course it is. Honest. It's Typo Negative. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's a one of the most beautiful songs he ever wrote. And it's a song he swore they'd never play live because it meant so much to him. It's about him losing his father and 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 losing his family uh, at Christmas, you know, around around the holidays, not having as many people around at the holidays. And it's it was tough. It was really hard for him. And it's a beautiful, darkly beautiful song. Um, it it's not it's sad. But it's not so sad that I wouldn't put it on a Christmas playlist. <laughs> um, because Really? Because it sounds sad. It is very sad. Uh, 
but it's if you heard the song you'd understand it's it's actually done very very well and it's very well written and it's very well orchestrated i mean it's it's one of honestly i think it's one of their best songs ever to be truthful uh because you could tell a lot of work went into crafting that song that peter put a lot of work into that song orchestrating it and peter was a really a musical genius in a lot of ways he wrote all the music for typo negative you know he's just great like that um so anyway so that's my that's my next entry on this list i'm unfamiliar with that one you're gonna you're you have to check it out i will yeah no i like typo it's really really good Go um i see it here in the comments and this was going to be my next one father christmas from the kinks yeah if you didn't bring it up i was gonna bring it up straight rocking christmas tune and funny thing that was the pretty boy floyd song i heard earlier they did a cover of it a cover oh my God. of Father Christmas. They did a cover of Father Christmas, and everything starts off normal. That dun, 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 dun. and then the I'm like, oh my God, just stop it! It's awful. Um, but but the Kinks version is awesome. Yes, and it's fun. It's fun. I agree. Give yeah, me some fun. money. Give me some money. Father Christmas. Give me some money. <laughs> it's great. Give all the toys to the little rich boys. Yep. <laughs> it's good. Um, I'm going to go with Twisted Sister. Oh, come all ye faithful. That shit is infuriating. Why? Why did they do that? Because what it's great. The fucking point in that? It's so bad. Come on. You're wrong. Again. No, I'm not. How yes, are the guys are. that were responsible for Under the Blade doing a fucking Christmas album? Not just one song, but an entire album. And my favorite thing was that they didn't they didn't just do the songs. They're twisted sister songs with the Christmas lyrics over them. There's a genius in that. There is a genius in that. No, there's I'm not. not saying there's every song. They're not all that. zingers. This is this None one was of them good. Are zingers. Oh no, my it God. wasn't. Go zing yourself. It was not. This was. I don't need your shit. Get out of here. Yeah, I won't get into here. Turn up your volume. It's going down again. Um, How about now? Oh no, that's uh, way maybe a little too much. Uh, <laughs> little I didn't little, even move it. No. Oh, you just got closer. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, all right. So Conchetta sides with you on this one. She's also wrong. Um, so there's that. So I, I will do this. I should probably put her in a timeout, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not gonna. Um, <laughs> now, moving on. Jesus Christ almighty. No, this tell us why a, you like it. Tell us why you liked it, though. Because I like the fact that it follows along with, with We're Not Gonna Take It. I, first of all, We're Not Gonna Take It is a great song. The fact that they figured out a way to squeeze in Oh Come All You Faithful into it. And then do another, do two solos, including the classic solo, is awesome. I think it's great. I think it's fun. You know, you know, it's funny. It's it, not fun. No, you're. Who the hell are you, Billy Crystal? <laughs> it's not funny. It's not fun. TSXmas was the show that reunited them. I thought that was the Eddie Trunk nine uh, eleven benefit that reunited them. I think Nick's right. Uh, Patrick is not about to get a timeout. He, he's not. <laughs> not yet. Jeff is Jeff is closer. Um, unless Patrick's about to say something controversial. 
that I'm unaware of and that you're unaware of. Um, yeah, here, look. I hope they make a Twisted Sister Christmas box set. Dennis is on our side. No one hopes that. Yeah, Dennis does. So do I. I won't even buy it. I just want you to have to carry it in your store. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Here's going to be the most ironic part of this whole thing. I'm pretty sure I own that Twisted Sister LP. I'm sure you probably do. <laughs> Jesus. Because they conned me. <laughs> they conned you. Yeah. All right. We'll move on from the con. What's your next song, dude? My next pick is King Diamond. No presents, no presents for, for Christmas. For Christmas. Yes. So good. I had to pull up the lyrics because it's... It's just so ridiculous. Christmas time is here again. Santa needs a help. And it's getting very, very late. St. Peter's crossed the Golden Gate. And Donald Duck is still in bed. I wonder who he's going to help. <laughs> I love Tom and Jerry are drinking sherry. Right. right. <laughs> what about at the end how he says, I'm dreaming of a white Sabbath? Sabbath. No, no. Uh, uh, is it? Is it White Sabbath or Black Sabbath? No, I'm dreaming of a oh, white, a white Sabbath. Sabbath. Nobody says it. I'm dreaming of a white Sabbath. Yep. <laughs> so good. It is so good. It is. It's so classic King Diamond. It's great. And that was definitively on my... In fact, that was my next one. Um, so I'm going to have to go down the list a bit. Uh, I'm going to go with something that annoys me. It's called Jeff Henderson. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm going to go with something that, that annoys me Christmas song-wise, but it has to be on the list. But the more I hear it, the more it's like, I should just never listen to this song ever again. And it's Wizards in Winter by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Is that the one? Dun, 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 no, 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 no. That's the one. Dun, 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 oh, dun, yeah, dun. I hate that one. All it is is scales for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm real tired of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, to be completely honest. I'm I tired. feel terrible. There's because... like seven versions. They're in every fucking arena. There's there's yeah. six shows. You know, I, I, I can't take it. Why is, and it's like all like metal royalty doing those gigs. I mean, they probably it make is. more money than they ever did doing anything else. Skolnick's like, done it. Joel uh, Hoekstra's done it. Yep. David Z, God rest his soul, he was in it. Uh, of course, uh, Chris... Mark uh, uh, Chris Oliva? No. Um, John no. Oliva? No. Chris. No. That's not who I'm thinking of. But the, the sabotage other guy guys were involved, yeah? Yes, yes. But I don't think that guy's name is... The, uh, John Olivia, yes. But the Chris guy, I think, is named something else. I don't think it's Chris Olivia, is Peter it? Peter Chris. <laughs> no. It's not Olivia. It's Oliva. Oliva, whatever. <laughs> Hang on. Go ahead. Finish ripping on the Trans-Siberian I'm not orchestra. ripping on them. I mean, look, they are royalty, and they do put on a fun show, and they get... Look, I give them kudos. They could tour every year playing the same, like, eight songs. That's kind of awesome in a lot of ways. Like, do we need new material? Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay, we'll sell out every show. It's like the Rockettes, man. It's like the Rockettes, but with guitars. <laughs> I hate it. Carol of the Bells. Yeah, I hate that one. 
Yeah, that one is... Uh, Al Petrelli's in it right now. He's been in and out of it for a while, too, yeah. But he was with Alice Cooper for a while. Before that, he was Danger Danger. Chris Caffery. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, Chris of. Caffery. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's great, too. I mean, look, the, the teaming with fantastic musicians. Yeah, teaming oh, yeah. with fantastic musicians. Like, and absolutely. The, and the show visually is great. It's great. It is. It's great. Maybe Mark, it's my hate of Christmas music that's making it not good. Could be. Could be. Oh, yeah. Chris Oliva was dead before TSO. That's right. There you go. Um, yeah, I knew one of them died. Uh, but John Oliva was, I think John Oliva had something to do with establishing TSO initially. I'm fairly certain that he I had thought that to do was Paul it. O'Neill, the other Paul guy. Paul O'Neill also was a, a huge part of that whole thing. Um, but also was, uh, what else was Paul O'Neill? He was a record, he was a, a manager and record guy and all that other stuff. Uh, Here's Paul what O'Neill, would make TSO great is if they did. Hall of the Mountain King by Sabotage in the set. (laughs) (laughs) I had that album. I had it sealed. I sold it. (laughs) Like, no. no. It's just too much. It's just too much. It's just, eh, I can't. I can't even. Ah, I can't. I want to, but I. I I'll you know that part I'm talking really about good. after the yeah, after the break. I totally. Yeah. And he does it for like. It seems like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like stop. And then at the end he goes. All right, that's enough. <laughs> I now have a massive headache from that one. Um, it's your turn. Oh, shit. Um, how about Christmas with the Devil by Spinal Tap? Good call. I forgot about that one completely. I totally forgot about that one. Um, that was off uh, Break Like the Wind, right? Yes. Yeah. They put it on when they reissued the uh, main soundtrack. It's a bonus track on there. Oh, I didn't realize that when they reissued it. Um, what about, let's see, I'm going through my list here. Uh, Man of War doing Silent Night. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? 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 Um, a lot of these we went through already. Oh, I didn't realize that this existed. Deal with Tony Iommi. God rest ye merry gentlemen. I didn't know that existed either. I didn't know that existed either. That sounds cool. Huh. We're going to put that on the list even without hearing it. That's, I mean, it's got to be decent. But this I have heard. Lemmy and Billy Gibbons doing Run Rudolph Run. <laughs> yeah, with uh, I think Dave Grohl plays Grohl drums, drums on that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, I was, that, that was on my list. Yeah, that one's that one's uh, that one's a fun one too. Run, run, Rudolph. <laughs> I can't even do a Lemmy impression at all, but uh, but yeah, that 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 one's a good one. That I'd also one. in the same vein, well, not the same vein, but the same song, "Run, Run, Rudolph," covered by the Grateful Dead, is definitely one no, to be on there. No, too. no, it's not. It doesn't need to be on there. It really won't. And in fact, I'll I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> so it's not it's not going on there. Thank you. Moving on. What about Jingle Hell by Christopher Lee? I don't think I know that. All right, Christopher, you know who Christopher Lee is, right? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah the actor. Uh, he put out a whole album of metal Christmas songs. Why? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, he totally did. Is it good? Um, let's see. Let's see if we can. Oh wait, let's let's fast forward. That's not that's not Christopher Lee, but it's metal. What about how let's she's see. pronouncing the lyrics? That's going on the list. 100%. Okay, so 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 Just we now stupidity. have the answer. The answer is no. It's not. No, good. it's not good. But it's going. Jingle Hell is going on the list. Um, yeah, that's definitely going on the list. Um, all right. Uh, did I actually go? Does that count? Wasn't yeah, that your? No, you picked Run Run Rudolph. I did. Yeah, Run Rudolph. Run. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Run 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 Rudolph. Go. Your turn. Whatever. You know what? One. You know. Here's a Christmas song that infuriates me. Uh oh. Jingle Bell Rock. Nothing about that song rocks. Nothing about it. Not the lyrics. Not the groove. I hate that guitar lick. I hate that fucking song. But Hall and Oates slay it, dude. Well, there's not much Hall and Oates don't slay. There you go. But I hate Jingle Bell Rock. All right. You don't have to listen to it. I don't know what my pick is. Frosty. I like that one. I like Frosty. I like Frosty. It's not like bad. Fro- it's Frosty, a pretty, it's not bad. It's a pretty, pretty far-fetched okay. story, if it's you ask bad. me. But you It's know. all a lie. <laughs> you put a hat on a snowman, he comes to life. That seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's up with this guy? <laughs> all right. Uh, ha, ha. I see what Gall McCartney said. They slay it. Yep. Ah, there you go. Ah. He's probably the guy walking around with the shirt that says Slayer, but it's S-L-E-I-G-H-E-R. Yeah. He, 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 That's so funny. Ah, ah, ah. Every year, every Christmas, three different people send that to me. Go, dude, isn't this great? You need this shirt. I'm like, yeah, it's great, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to give one more. So actually, I'm going to give a couple more. Now, if you're a fan of guitar players at all and you like Christmas, you probably know that there's the Merry Axmas albums, volumes one and two, and they're great. I like volume two better um, because I just think the songs and the arrangements are better. Uh, And there's two that stick out on that one. Number one, Zach Wilde does a killer version of White Christmas on Nylon Strength. Uh, all all these are instrumentals. He does such a killer version of it with multi-track nylon string guitars. It's absolutely gorgeous. And it's not the way that you would think Zach Wilde would be playing, which makes it even better. So that's definitely going on the list. And then Steve Lukather of Toto does a smoking version of the Christmas song, which is, you know, chestnuts roasting by an open fire or whatever. Uh, does an amazing hate version that one of that. too. Well, I know you, you hate them all. But you would appreciate this version because it goes into like that fusion, you know, double time, doop, dop, doop, dop, doop, dop, doop, you know, that that fusion beat. So that's the main beat of the song. So it actually gives it something you're like, ha, okay, I can handle this one. I and I forget who played drums on it, but they smoke on that one too. Um, I think Stu Ham's playing bass. I don't know. Um, actually, Stu Ham's on that album. He does a Sleigh Ride 
on bass. And it's all like tapped bass stuff. So um, that whole album can go on there because every one of those songs is really, really good. Um, and then let's see. What else? What else can I put on here to annoy the living hell out of? Uh... Oh, um, A Wonderful Christmas Time by uh, Paul McCartney. That's going to go on there. And uh, in fact, it's going to be a cover of that song uh, because it's not bad enough as it is. I had to put a cover of it on that I heard last night at the mall. Nick is looking at me. Those of you listening to the audio only, he is giving me this look of death. I have never seen Nick angrier. I think maybe the only time I've seen Nick angrier is when he was a vegan and I tried giving him a burger. <laughs> no, that was, I was much, I thought that was much funnier than I do this. <laughs> simply having a wonderful Christmas time is simply terrible. Uh, well, you're simple. That song um, sucks. And yes, Jeff Henderson, Gary Hoey did do several yeah, Christmas albums. Really, the, the thing that keeps him in business. Yeah, Ho Ho Hoey. That's all he does. And the first one is all done with a drum machine, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it, like, it sounds like somebody, somebody took, like, a boss box and just programmed it, and it's, like, all these synthetic drums that all have the same velocity. <laughs> like, he probably right. did it, like, in his house or something. He probably did. But guess what? He made a shit ton of money with it. Yeah. Tours just, all over the country with it. Yeah, he just packed them, um, um, one of the clubs are yeah. here last week. And all joking aside, Gary's an amazing guitar player. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Really fantastic guitar player. I wish people appreciated him outside of that he's the guy that did the Grinch on guitar, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because that's exactly. I think a lot of people know him for that, which, like you said, has paid his bills, and that's fine, but he is great outside of that. Yeah. I mean, same thing with TSO. Like, you know, all those guys are amazing musicians, and some of them are in other bands, just, you know, you may not know that, you know, right? Because everybody knows them for Trans Siberian and Trans Siberian Orchestra. Um, all right, well, I think that kind of wraps it up. That'll give you guys a good amount of music to listen to. Whoa. I have one more to add. Oh, wait, what you do? Yeah, wow, you Merry, Merry fucking Christmas from Dennis Leary. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, we'll put that on. <laughs> I feel like you're somebody that identifies with Dennis Leary, Mike. You get that worked up. Yeah, but I don't smoke anymore. Neither does he. I don't think he does either. (laughs) Wait, what's that? I knew we're missing a... um, What the hell is... I got to remember the name of this song. What is that song by Nazareth? It's a Nazareth Christmas song? Yeah. Ooh. I'm okay. unfamiliar. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're going to move on. We're going to go to Discovered. Christmas band? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Um, but we're going to move on to Discovered just because I'm just tired. It's been a long year. Yeah. <laughs> You're it's telling been a really me. long year, man. And uh, for some of us, it's done. And for some of us, it's not. Um, and uh, this, this today was my last day at work. I took the next two days. Well, for the year, not forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took the next two days off and then we closed for two weeks. So I have the next two and a half weeks off. Um, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm tired. Congrats. Thanks. I've got... 
I've got eight more days, nine more days. And then you go where again? Florida. Nee. Go buy some records while you're down there. Buy them for me. All right. Um, all right. So we're going to go with Discovered, uh, which is, again, we discuss a cover song we like as much, if not more than the original. Uh, and then after that, uh, we're going to go with This Song Sucks because songs suck. Not all of them are zingers, as we like to say on this show. And we're going to talk about some of those that are not zingers. Now, I thought Nick was going to cop out last week, and he made me feel a little bit bad. Not you, Nick. Bokot. Okay. You know, he like, I don't believe in cancel culture. Like, it's not cancel culture. These are just our opinions, and it's all in good fun. I want everybody to know that because Nick and I fight about it because either one of us, sometimes one of us, don't agree. So it's, again, totally songs that one or both of us think suck, but it's always in jest, though we actually believe it. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't mean that you have to believe it. So let's just, I just want to make sure that we're, you know, saying that. That's all. Thanks for the clarification. Thank you. Uh, Because it did feel a little bit. He's like, you know, a song is very personal and this ain't, and he's right. And we're making fun of people's art. But sometimes it needs to be made fun of. He took the long way around to get he to did. Johnny Be Good by Judas yeah, Priest. exactly. Which is the second time it appeared on the show. <laughs> so, you know, obviously he... Uh, well, the thing is, his long way around it was picking a cover of another song that was great. And the thing is, he picked a great cover of that same song for Discovered. <laughs> so, you know, whatever works. Whatever works. However you get there. Exactly. Um, so go ahead. What's your Discovered today? Uh, so I'm bringing up Father Christmas again, but I'm going with the Cheap Trick cover. Nice. I don't think is, I've ever actually heard their version. Cheap Trick did an entire Christmas record, which was completely unnecessary. But they also <laughs> did they did Father Christmas on it. So that almost makes up for it. But it's a uh, great, great cover of it, of, as, you, as you might imagine. That, that song is a great driving rock tune. And uh, Cheap Trick does it great. Rick Nielsen plays a great solo on it, and uh, I think it's definitely the uh, shining light of that release. Cool. Well, I, I love the fact that you call it Cheap Trick did a Christmas record. It's unnecessary. It was. <laughs> no one needs, no rock band needs to do an entire Christmas record. Mailbox money, dude. Is it really though? Like, because how many people are in the store? Like, oh yeah, cheap trick. Yeah, I'm gonna buy their Christmas record. No, cheap trick fans are buying their Christmas record. I guarantee you would have bought a Chris a Kiss Christmas record. Why hasn't there been a Kissmas record? Because they're Jewish. Yeah, that's got to be it. They can't sell it. <laughs> you know, we could do a very merry Kissmas, but we would have to put in the dreidel song, and it's very hard to they write didn't- about. They they didn't cross that level, but if you're on their mailing list every day, you get Merry Kissmas. Here's what's on yeah, sale. Exactly. So they still celebrate, just yeah. not enough to do a record. They celebrate, but they don't observe. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, I'm going to go with a very interesting cover. Again, if this is referencing the Merry Xmas, but from the very first one, and you brought it up earlier, is one of your favorite Christmas songs, and that's Blue Christmas. Uh, on the very first Merry Axmas uh, album, Joe Perry does a, a really cool version of Blue Christmas that oh, starts wow. off very much in the in the spirit of uh, the Elvis version, 
with slide playing and things like that. And then it goes into this really fast blues thing that just rips. So just for shits and giggles and a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm adding that to, to Discovered. So Blue Christmas by Joe Perry, his version of it. I really dig a lot. This is probably the funniest thing that Gall McCartney has ever said. <laughs> Kiss Naka doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Well, Hanukkah does. Yeah, there you go. Hanukkah. <laughs> Hanukkah. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right. So now, as far as songs that suck. Now, we have to get to our Discovered. Uh, we finished Discovered. We're moving on. We have to play the jingle, as we always do. And for those of you that weren't around last week, there's a new version. So we're going to play that version for you. I like that this scream came in at the end. I have to leave the scream at least. But so good. It is. It, it came out really well. I should change that up every week. But as you all know, this is the original. Hi there. My name is Unimportant. <laughs> that clip will never not be funny. No, it's going to live on forever. And Nick's going to be like, oh, pal, c- can you not play that clip much more, please? <laughs> Haven't you beaten it to death? Hello, my name is Unimportant. Is unimportant. <laughs> I want to recreate it. So I wanna, good. I want to do it myself. I think it'd be hysterical. All right. So I brought it up before. I, I really, y'all got to hear how bad this is. I, I This is just awful. And, and I have to, it starts off normal. I know what just, you're going to play. I already know. What, what do you think I'm going to play? You're going to play Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming no, to Town. No, I actually like that. No. I'm surprised you didn't mention it and put it on the list. Because even I don't like that. I like it. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Is that how it goes, really? Yeah. Santa's going to bring you a new saxophone. I told you, it starts off normal. It starts off normal. And then it just gets, like, I really like this song. Is this the fourth time Father Christmas has been mentioned? Like, it's okay. And then... Are we sure that's not Faster Pussycat? No, it's Pretty Boy Floyd. <laughs> they all sounded the same about then. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, that's going on the list. I'm sorry. It's just got awful. It's just so bad that I had to mention it earlier. And yeah, I'm mentioning it again. I'll call it a cop-out, whatever. But it sucks. That version is just terrible. It's just got awful. It doesn't I, sound good. No, it's not. And I got about that far. Actually, I got through the chorus. And I'm like... No. No. So, with that said, what is your... Wait, hang on one second. I got to bring this up. Um, 
Wait, what is this? Hang on. Sorry, I had to <laughs> just had to go back to it one more time. Oh my god. <laughs> Genius. Well, there's a lot of things I could pick, and in fact I just found out that the Steve Miller band did God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. And I've never heard it, but it's gotta be awful because it's Steve Miller. There was a Steve Miller Christmas album. There was a whole album? I think so. Okay, well then the defense rests. That's exactly I think, why. I think there was a Steve no fucking album. rock band should be doing a Christmas album if Steve Miller did one. All right, hang on. Stop it! He's like, and making all these strange noises at me, like I want to play, Daddy. Meanwhile, I'm gonna be here for the next two and a half weeks with him, like every day. So yeah, he's gonna be over it. Yeah, he's gonna be like, uh, I'm done with you. Can you go back to work sometime soon? <laughs> Um, now, yeah, now we all have we all have to know Steve Miller Christmas album. Let's see. They do a version of my, that's not it. Merry Christmas from the Steve Miller Band. Wintertime Steve Miller Band. Steve Miller Band Christmas music. They have made a mu musical magic for Christmas. Yeah, this is oh my god. The Best of Christmas by Steve Miller and the Diamond Head Orchestra. Oh, is it Diamond Head? No. That'd be pretty Christ sweet. Christmas music by Steve Miller Band. Listen on Spotify. Oh, we're going to listen on Spotify. Let's not. Uh, no. Nope. Do Steve Miller Band and Christmas go together? Listen to the songs below and decide for yourself. <laughs> I can already tell you it's no. <sighs> There, and the funny thing is I'm looking and none of those songs are Christmas songs. <laughs> it's like Jet Airliner, Jungle Love. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. But there, there was a in the opening, I found a Steve Miller band Christmas picture. I did notice that, but I was hoping we didn't have to talk about it. But yeah, let's get did. to the actual this song sucks because there's a lot. I, I could have picked Step Into Christmas. Uh, you I did that picked, one already. I could have picked uh, Hey Santa. I don't know who does Hey Santa, but that song's fucking awful. Who's Hey Santa? You don't know that song? Hey Santa? Oh, you'll know it if you hear it. Right, but I think see. one track stands above the rest. And that is simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I knew you were going to go there. I know you've been holding that back for a while. And now you've said it. And how the, do you feel? It's so bad. Why? Why? I mean, why, how is a beetle responsible for that? And not a, any beetle, but one of the main beetles. Not just any one of the main beetles. The only one that wrote good music that's currently alive. Right. And the best drummer in the band. No, don't. Let's not go down this way. <laughs> the bottom line is simply having a wonderful Christmas time is terrible. I hate that stu that that synth sound that he has going on it. You can tell he wrote it in five minutes. I'm sick of hearing it. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it ever again. And then when you informed me that somebody covered it, that made it even worse. Yeah. Well, I don't know who covered it. It's the fruitcake of Christmas songs. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, The fire's out. 
I don't have a problem with it, really. Awful. I mean, it's not yeah, great. Yeah, well, of course you it's don't. You like step into Christmas. Step into Christmas. We get that feed. Band, band, put the all right, I'm going to let you have that one, all right? I don't agree. I don't agree. I feel there's way worse Christmas songs. Like, if I never heard All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey ever that's again, like it the would be one, too soon. I, Yeah, nobody likes that one. It's like, that's the one everybody, ba- it's like the nickelback of Christmas songs. I used to really like that song, and then it's just like, everybody liked it, and then they beat it to death, and then they shot it, and then they beat it again. Like, enough with that song. Yeah, that one's no good. Um... Yeah, like I already said Jingle Bell Rock. I hate that one. Um, I, you know. Hi there. My name is Unimportant. Um. <laughs> yeah, what's the song from Wham? Pat Middlestat just brought that up. What's Last that? Last Christmas. Christmas. Oh, my God. Yeah. Didn't Last George Christmas. Michael die on Christmas? Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. That would be ironic. So that was actually his last Christmas. Let's see. George Michael death. George Michael. He died on Christmas. There you go. It will be six years this year. Uh, well, pour how a little gonna, out for George. How are you gonna? How are you gonna uh, note the, the 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 milestone? I'm gonna not listen to Last Christmas. Christmas Eve on Woodward. Avenue. Oh, that's a local song. Okay. It's it's uh it's a doozy. I think Last Christmas should be on our Christmas list of songs everybody should listen to all the time. Really? No. No, I hate Wham. Wham! Wham. It's not Wham, it's Wham! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> real, real, it gets the exclamation point. Yeah, it's got wham! an exclamation point. It's not Wham. It's Wham! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> all right, I think we've beaten this horse to death. Listen... I don't know about Nick, but I want to wish everybody a happy holiday and a happy new year because we're not here the next two weeks. We're going to take this time to leave you all alone and stop annoying you. <laughs> yes. But we'll be back, I believe, on uh, second, third, fourth, January 4th. So we can ring in the new year four days after the fact. And we'll recap 2022 or something like that. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out what to talk about. And then... We'll be back again after that and then after that. But here's the deal. Y'all need to tell people about this stupid show and have them all subscribe because we want y'all to come back. When we hit triple digits, I'm going to give away something. Ooh. What are you going to give away, Mike? I don't know. Well, you should maybe tell people what it is so that encourages them. What does it matter? It's free. It's something that they got for free. What does it matter? I don't know. We do tons of free stuff at my business and that doesn't always uh people still want more they're gonna get a free sample of toenail clippings wow that is mine and rogers i think it should be that you you draw randomly who gets to do a meet and greet with roger all right well i'm not flying him out so that's part of the deal yeah part of the deal is you fly yourself out and we'll meet you at the taco truck down the block oh yeah what about the bet on the football game we never established what the deal was because nobody ever nobody ever came up with anything good wait somebody said flan oh yeah flan and mark Um, garney said i like a good flan i like a good flan too what's your price of flan 
Like, What's your price for flan? All right. You know what the bet is? First Cadillac margarita at La Casa Garcia in April. Deal. I think that's fair. Let it be noted that, uh, wait, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. I was going to say, let it be noted that I paid the bill this year, but I'm pretty sure you paid the bill. I paid the bill this year. <laughs> so let it be noted that you can go scratch. <laughs> we usually rotate. That's the deal. Yeah, we usually do. So it's your year. So wait a minute. So if I win, you you're still going to buy the it. drinks. You still got to buy the drinks. Wait a minute. No, if I win and it's your year to buy. But that's then, not going to matter because uh, because uh, because you're not going to win. So, oh, listen to that. All right. Listen, kids, it's been a fun year. 2022 has been fun. We got through 22 episodes of this stupid show this year. Up from seven. That's good. Yeah, I, I wasn't part of the first seven. <laughs> you were not. Um, six even. I think, yeah, six. So we did We did 23 this year. So we did pretty good. We did pretty good. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for watching us occasionally, if not all the time. Uh, much, much love. Much love. Much love to Conchetta because of this. Oh, yeah. The only oh, yeah. Jets I'm rooting for is Jets Pizza. No Jets pizza. You're going to end up, instead of getting La Casa Garcia, you're going to end up at Jack in the Box on Catella. Only if I'm drunk. <laughs> That's usually after La Casa Garcia. <laughs> right. So there's that. You know sounds good? More tacos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, give me two tacos and buck 50. You want any sauce? No. no, no, I don't need sauce, sir. You're walking in the drive-through. <laughs> you want to do the goldfish to this? I can't drive right now. Right. What else am I supposed to do? Right. Look, can I just can I can I can 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 I just have an ultimate cheeseburger and two tacos? Ultimate cheeseburger and two tacos, that sir. We closed an hour ago. I just want hello. I want tacos. <laughs> I'm sure that happens nightly. Yeah. Like, and even during the day. <laughs> right. There's one around the corner for me. Like, occasionally they close, quote unquote. I just think it actually stays open, but they shut down some of the lights to make people think they're not there. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Like, no, we're not here from like midnight till noon. <laughs> Right. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, we're not here. Person. We're not available. We'll help this guy, though. <laughs> He's not drunk. Right. Um, all right, wait. That means that... Nick, do you want to wish Merry Christmas to people? Yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody that uh, watched the show and have supported Mike and I. It's always a good time. We make a lot of jokes, but we're always appreciative of everybody that uh, tunes in and has kind things and even negative things to say, Jeff. And... Uh, <laughs> He snuck that one in there. No, I look forward to doing uh, doing more of these in 23. Yeah, That's man. some good and guests lined up. Yeah, we're going to get some good guests lined up. We'll, we may do some live from uh, live from uh, uh, locations unknown, places unknown, time unknown, place. Because uh, Nam, I'm at Nam on Wednesday. So, hey. We should try and set up cover to cover at La Casa Garcia. I'm sure they oh wouldn't my kick God. us out at all. Oh, my God. That would be too funny. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. But you, you got to think about like Wi-Fi at a Mexican eatery. I, I don't know. Plus, not we sure were about that. Plus, we were like heavy paying customers this year. They still were like, yeah, get out. Yeah. Like <laughs> like the three chips. Like, can we get some more chips? Yeah. Sprinkle. <laughs> get out. JR, JR, one of my coworkers who was with us, still references that to this day. He's like, yeah, can I have some more chips? Uh, give me two. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> Remember, Jr. was like, "I can't believe I'm leaving this much guacamole behind." Yeah, because there was because like half was... a thing of guac left. But they wouldn't, because they wouldn't give us more chips. Yeah, it was over. It was too funny. Oh, we also need to thank Roger. Roger, thank, thank you for thank you, Roger. I love you, buddy. I do. I love you, you Roger. See? Roger, I love you. I love you, Roger. You're a good boy. <laughs> Our unofficial official mascot and unofficial co-host. Now he's like, Daddy, you talk to me. Right. Play with me now. Uh, all right, so here we go. This has been Cover to Covered. My name is Mike. That is Nick. Nick, what store do you own? Rock City Music Company. And where are you located? Five Mile in Farmington in Livonia, Michigan. And where can we find you? RockCityMusicCo.com and all social media channels. Nice. Please buy stuff from Nick this year. All those albums we talked about, I'm sure that Nick has them. So yep. uh, make sure you buy stuff from him. Buy all your Christmas albums from Nick. That we way do have a to... wide selection because I'm not in charge of it. <laughs> Otherwise, there'd be like two. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have the Elvis one and the Sinatra. There you it. go. Well, thank God for that. Thank you all so much. Have yourselves a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We will talk to you next year. Once again, thank you. And uh, the bet is on. Go Jets. Go, li- go Lions. Go Jets. Go Lions. Go Jets, go not Lions. 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 Yeah. Lions. Jets. Lions. See it. Lions. Jets.